You're listening to the Sermon Podcast from House for All Sinners and Saints. We are an Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregation in Denver, Colorado. And you can find out more about us at www.houseforall.org. Grace, peace, and mercy are yours from the triune God. Amen. Early this week, I was strolling my way through Facebook, like you do, and came upon an article someone had posted about grace. So, naturally, I pumped the brakes on my stroll through cat videos and stupid memes (laughs) to dump my full attention into this article, like you do. I'm sure you can all relate. It was talking about this thing that we call grace and why it still matters, because for so many people, it does matter, like a lot. Grace is such a weird thing that we uh, think about it, isn't it? How something that happened 2,000 years ago and has nothing to do with us still has everything to do with us. Shoot, it's weird to think about how 2,000 years ago, when Jesus was actually walking around, that it still had nothing to do with the people who were around Jesus. Like, citizens of Earth 2,000 years ago didn't do something special to deserve a visit from God. But God made himself known in this Jesus, and it made all the difference to them. And 2,000 years later, it still makes all the difference to us now. When we read these healing stories, like the one in the text today, it's fun for me to remember that these people who were healed, which in the Greek is the same word for saved, were the first people to really get the full benefit of this Jesus. Talk about a life-changing event. Imagine being the guy from Gerasenes telling your friends, Yeah, when I was somewhere in my early 20s, I had some wild stuff happen to me. Things just stacked up against me one after the other until I forgot who I was. I didn't feel like I had a family or friend to turn to and I skipped around from one place to the other. I was living in a shell of my former self, practically dead. And people didn't, did their best to help me, but I wasn't having it. And with nothing left to turn to, having failed over and over again, I found God. It's the story of the garrison demoniac for sure, but it's our story too, right? At least on some days, at least for some periods of time. Sure, this person in the story who Jesus meets on the shore of Gerasene is running around naked, living in tombs, and has multitudes of demons living in him. But I have felt this, and I would guess many of you have too. Broken and seeking shelter in places that are full of destruction, hurt, panicked, terrified. And despite people reaching out to you wanting to help and be but being unwilling and unable to take that help. Like the man in the story, we run away from those trying to help us because the tombs we beg for solace 
seem at the time to be the only thing that matters. And in those places of death, one thing after the other piles up and weighted and dripping in fear, expectations, and failure, we hide and dig ourselves deeper into illness, the resentment, the debt, and the anger that just pounds and pounds in our heads until we simply forget who we really are and we forget that it is not only our pain that defines us. Like, please, this is not me, this person you're seeing, how I am acting, it's not who I really am. The story says that after Jesus calmed the waters, we'll get back to that in a second, he lands on the shore way away from home in Gerasenes. And he meets a man who had demons and did not live in a house but in the tombs. Immediately the man runs down and falls down before him and expects further torment. It should be noted here that at least when I read this, there is some confusion about who is speaking, the demons or the man. When Jesus says, what is your name, and the demon or the man says, legion, for many demons had entered him. I don't know if it's important to know who is speaking here, but I do think it's important to recognize that this man's demons all the things that had stacked up against him either A, kept him from recognizing even himself, thus defining himself only by his demons, as if someone had asked another person, hello, who are you? And instead of giving their name, they said, I'm a cancer patient, or I am very selfish, or an addict. Or B, the man's demons had actually crushed his identity and spoken for him. Either way, the man's demons had gained power over him, so when Jesus came looking for him to heal him, Jesus was met with fear. The whole thing reminds me of the Garden of Eden narrative. After God had calmed the waters and set order to the abyss, people sinned or in this case, gained multitudes of demons, and they forgot who they were, humans and wholly loved by God. They turned from their community in shame and covered themselves, and they hid themselves away from God without, it seems, much of a plan for healing. Until Jesus, or God, comes looking for them and restores them, heals them, gives them clothes, saves them, abolishes their demons and writes their mind to the belief that even though they have had demons, even though they have had crippling fear and sin, they are people created and loved by God, the deepest, oldest, holy. He reminds them of who they are, that they are loved by God, the one who calms the waters, the one who heals and exposes the lies that they have told themselves in exchange for the truth, and then sends them back into the wide world whole. In the case of the garrison man who, who once was possessed but now is free, he sent him home to live once again in the community with those who were afraid. 
to proclaim all that Jesus had done for them. As I have played back this story in my head and as I have been thinking about how God acted in the garrison man's life, it is still so wild to think that this grace thing that we talk about so much here at church, it has real implications. It really frees us. Grace is still the love that reminds us that we are so much more than our mistakes, that it is not only our past that defines us. Grace is the power that reunifies us to our own dignity as humans, that allows us to see the pain in others and to recognize a life of God that every single person is born into, and the peace of knowing that even at our very worst, when we are full of our own garrisons, that we have had the love of God stitched into our being and breathed into us from our beginnings. And it reminds us that we are hers and that we don't need to hide. And like the garrison man who once was lost in the tombs, it is this grace that will lead us home. Amen. You have been listening to the sermon podcast for House for All Sinners and Saints. If you like what you've been hearing and would like to support the ongoing ministry of our church, just go to our website, www.houseforall.org, and click on Give.